This week's lesson is for all of us. If we learn to be people of praise and thanksgiving all the days of our lives, it would be a great accomplishment. Let each of us seek to have an attitude of gratitude and thanksgiving, rising to a new level of holiness in our lives. Well, happy Thanksgiving to you. I wanted to just come in your home today and for us to do a one-on-one. It's just you and I. We're just talking today. I had one of my listeners to tell me they love that when I say we're just talking today because it's so personal. And that's just how I feel about the podcast. It's a personable way that you and I can just talk. Today, I want to talk about the power of a thankful heart. You know, we've been talking about, you know, how to have a happy heart this month. And today, I want to especially address with you the power of a happy heart. There's strength, there's endurance, there's stamina that comes from having a happy heart. First Thessalonians 5, 16 through 18 says, Be joyful always. Pray continually. Give thanks in all circumstances. For this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Mm. You know, it's not always easy to give thanks. And that's why I want to share with you today. I clearly understand this, but it's the very thing that we must do. That's what's got to take place in order for us to see God's will accomplished in our lives. And that's what we want, don't we? That's what Dash is all about. That this time period that God has given unto me and unto you between the time we're born and the time that we physically leave this earth, that that dash in between those dates have been impactful, have been powerful, have hit the main vein of our purpose in this life. So that's what we're talking about, the power of a thankful heart, because that will help you to get there. Mm, That's wonderful. So this is how we move into higher realms. When you have a thankful heart, you find yourself moving up in faith for yourself, for your city, for our nation. We need it everywhere it's needed on today. So you need a thankful heart. Thanksgiving has the power to bring joy and to break the power of the enemy. That right there is worth the entire broadcast, worth everything that could be said, not only by me, but by anyone else as well. Thanksgiving. That's why it's such an important day today. Thanksgiving Day. This whole week that you'll be listening to this podcast, let's just give thanks. Let's just bring joy and break the power of the enemy wherever he may try to be. And whenever you give thanks to God, despite the most difficult circumstances, the enemy loses his big battle in your life. When you give thanks in the midst of your difficulty, (laughs) you bring pleasure to God's heart. Oh, yes. And everything the enemy thought that he was doing against you, it has to come down. You know why? Because he's looking for Christians. He's looking for those who will live in the realm of praise and try to bring them down right at the time that you start giving thanks and praise unto God. But just like Satan is looking for those, remember how he came in the book of Job when the angels came, when the sons of God came, there was Satan bringing accusations. Well, I want you to know. While you're giving praise and thanksgiving and the enemy is there to try to make it difficult for you. I want you to know that God is there too. (laughs) God is looking for someone who will give him praise and thanksgiving in your difficult time. Where the enemy no longer has an ability to hold or manipulate you or your circumstance. 
Mm. Satan is defeated. When we have a thankful heart, I'm telling you, because thankfulness during difficulty is a sacrifice pleasing to God. Yes, it is. Oh, glory to God. So are you thankful today? Are you thankful on this day? Are you thankful to God for your present circumstances? Oh, yes. I said this all the time to my congregation because you know why? If you can thank him in your present circumstances, you're saying to the Lord, what is it for me to learn out of this? Let me learn it so I can move on past it. And I thank you for it, God, because it's going to bless me. So thankfulness is a key for your life. Mm -hmm. It is the key that turns your situation around. Because it changes you, it changes your outlook, and it changes your attitude. <laughs> oh, I'm praising God. Yeah, you, your outlook, your attitude, it changes things. And this power in a thankful heart, oh, let me tell you, it will not only change you, your attitude, and change your situation, but let me tell you, in your outlook, it brings contentment. Oh, praise ye the Lord. Begin to thank God for all the blessings that God has given you instead of dwelling on the negative. I tell those around me all the time. They'll bring up the negative. You know, I was just thinking this was going to happen and that was going to happen. I said, turn it around and begin to speak the good. Turn it around and speak to what your scope is. Speak to your future. Maybe there isn't anything in the present that you feel like is doing anything positive for you. If you start turning it around, your present will change. Yes, it will change. It will turn around. Mm, it'll happen in your life. And when you do it, you'll see some great and mighty things take place because it is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Mm. You know, if you begin to thank God for all the blessings that he's given you instead of dwelling on the negative things, discontent will dry up. It cannot remain in your soul. It has to dry up. Look at, uh, I read a story about Elizabeth Elliot. She lost her husband on the mission field and she faced multitudes of hardships. I could identify with that because when my husband passed, it was so many things I had to learn. He was such a great husband and uh, I had to learn about when to do this and when to, because he took care of everything. All I had to do was go in the pulpit and minister and preach because he saw to everything being done. He took care of it all. And I had to learn all these. When to call this maintenance person. What we had to do in the spring and what we had to do in the fall to our homes. And, oh, I was exhausted. I had, had no idea it took all of that. And when that happens, you can get discontent in your soul. But when you start just thanking God discontentment dries up. It cannot remain. And so it was all the multitudes of hardships that she was having in her life. And, and when this happened, you know what? She said, to love God is to love his will and to wait quietly for life to be measured by one who knows us through and through. It is to be content with his timing and his wise apportionment. It is to follow in the steps of the master, as did Paul, who was able to say that he had learned contentment no matter what the circumstances. You know, Paul's circumstances, he wrote about them. He was in prison. He went through so much beatings. He went through 
betrayal. He went through those around him, you know, wondering if he was really committed to the cause, the way. And, you know, but it was no easy lesson. But great gain, which is the sum of godliness plus contentment. Great gain. The Lord spoke to me. He spoke to me about six weeks ago. I had just come off of a trip, got back in town. And I was just sitting quietly. I wasn't in meditation or praise or anything like that. But I had always keep a thankful heart. Whenever I walk in my home and I come back from out of town, I said, thank you, Lord, for keeping my home. Thank you, Lord, that everything is safe and sound. Thank you that I didn't get any cause of tragedy while I was gone. Thank you, Father, for being home. And I just began to do that when I walk into my home. And uh, when you keep that thankful heart, Oh, let me tell you, your circumstances, whatever you're dealing with. And God just spoke to me. He says, it's going to be a lot of work ahead of you, but it will be great gain. And I have just been stretched these few weeks here. But you know what? That word from the Lord gave me such contentment that I just do what I have to do. And sometimes it takes me a little longer to get some things done than I would prefer, but I'm making sure I'm getting it all on my calendar and I'm moving forward. And I have a content soul. Why? Because I'm giving thanks to God along the way. I know that there is power in a thankful heart. First Timothy 6 and 6 says, Godliness with contentment is great gain. So start getting content. Just start thanking God where you are in your present circumstance. I mean, begin to get that outlook uh, into the future and speak to your future and just praise God. It'll bring a joy and it will cause discontentment to dry up. If you get nothing else from this podcast today, know that when you begin to give God thanks, there is power in thanking God, power in a thankful heart. Your discontentment will dry up. Woo! Glory to God. I tell you, that's a shout right there. Let's look at the example that Jesus gave us. He followed the will of the Father to the very end. This is in the book of Philippians uh, chapter 2. And if you look at verses 5 through 8, you will see what I'm talking about here. He obeyed without complaint. He just sucked it up. <laughs> Isn't that what you said? So just suck it up and hey, forge on through. Paul says that we should have the same attitude. Oh, yes. Yes. Jesus made himself nothing and took on the very nature of a servant. He humbled himself and became obedient to death. We're also supposed to have the same attitude. Yes, we are with an humble and thankful acceptance of God's will for our lives. Oh, I know, I know, I know. Suck it up. Suck it up. <laughs> oh my goodness. Watch discontentment dry up. <laughs> Woo. You know, Jesus loved the will of his father. He embraced the limitations, uh, the necessities, the conditions, the very chains of his humanity. Think about that. And as he walked and worked here on earth, fulfilling moment by moment, his divine commission. And you know what? The stern demands of his incarnation. Oh, there's a pressure of duty. But if you go on and suck it up. <laughs> Watch God cause everything the enemy is trying to do to dry up. Offer God a sacrifice, a praise and thanks 
thanksgiving. Watch God move. David said in Psalms 116 and 17, I will sacrifice a thank offering to you and call on the name of the Lord. You know, I want each of you, every last one of you that's listening and tune in and we're just, hey, we're just talking. <laughs> I want every last one of you to begin to thank God for everything in your life. Just start thanking him for it. Thank him for even the difficulties. Thank him for it. It is a sacrifice to do this, but do it anyhow. He can turn troubles to triumph. Oh, oh, glory. Hebrews 13 and 15 says, Through Jesus, therefore, let us continually offer to God a sacrifice of praise, the fruit of lips that confess his name. <laughs> Ooh, so the sacrifice of praise, that means that, oh, it's difficult. Oh, I don't have an outlook. Oh, my attitude's not quite right. Oh, offer him a sacrifice of praise, not in your mind, but with your lips. And God will turn all of your trials, your difficulties into triumph. He'll give you an outlook. He will bless your attitude, change it. And he will dry up your discontentment that's in your soul. Oh, that right there is worth his weight in, in gold. David talked to himself. He said, soul, what's wrong with you? Why are you so troubled? What's wrong with you? He said, you know what? I'm going to just praise God. Yes, he did. I'm just going to lift him up. I'm going to give him thanks. That's really what he said. And everything, God took his trial and turned it into a triumph. He'll do the same thing with you as well. If you just start giving God thanks and don't allow yourself to complain. Stop complaining about anything. During difficult times, be very careful to watch your tongue. Stop complaining. Instead of complaining, think, think of ways that you can verbally offer God the sacrifice of thanksgiving. And I simply put it, whatever you're complaining about, turn it around. Turn it to the good. Speak to the good of it. And the second thing, you know, just telling you how you can do these things. You know, you start complaining. Second thing, don't compare yourself with others. Stop it. Don't wish that your life was different. Stop it. God knows what is best for each of us. The Bible says having a thankful heart is God's will for you in Christ. Huh. The Bible says that. And when you begin to thank God for what you have, rather than comparing yourselves with others, let me tell you, it'll open the door of God's blessings in your life. Whoa. Huh. Great. <laughs> God smiles when we praise him and when we do it continually. I found out that there are few things that feel better than receiving heartfelt praise and appreciation from someone else. And when my grandkids start, Grandma, we love you. Grandma, you're the greatest. Then sometimes they'll tell my daughter, this doesn't taste like Grandma because my, my daughter tried to cook the dishes of mine that I cooked that my grandkids like. And she tries to cook it in there and tell this doesn't taste like Grandma. Oh, that makes me feel so good. <laughs> when she tells me that, <laughs> pray for me. I know that's not right. <laughs> But it's all joyfully that I'm doing that. God smiles when we praise and thank him continually as well for being the good God that he is. Oh, I just love him today. 
and, and nothing else will take the place of a thankful heart. And there's such power in it that discontentment uh, will dry up. There's such power in it that God will begin to open the door of his blessings unto us. Thankful heart. There's power in it. God smiles. And oh, let me tell you, an amazing thing happens when we offer praise and thanksgiving to God. When we give God enjoyment, our own hearts are filled with joy. Hmm. So today, I say to you, give God praise and thanksgiving because of what it does for you. It will begin to dry up discontentment in your soul. It will begin to open the door of God's blessings unto you. And also, when you give God enjoyment from your heart, your own heart will be filled with joy. <laughs> well, my prayer for you is that God allows you to live as long as you want and that you never want as long as you live. I am Carol Dixon, and this is Dash. Thank you for listening to Dash Podcast. If you would like to know more about Dr. Carolee Dixon and Dash, go to caroldixon.net.